Hi, I'm Megan. And I'm Christy. We are having conversations of a not-so-balanced life. Our goal here is to help you get past the good enough phase of life and begin your growth journey. We are a community of women supporting women. That's right. And today we're going to be talking about gratitude. We are heading into the holiday season and there's never a better time to reflect on where you are and what you're thankful for. And so Christy and I have both touched previously on how we practice gratitude in our lives. And if you haven't heard the episode where we've talked about our gratitude practices, I tend to do mine at night because I am able to sleep better once I make a list of the things that I was able to accomplish throughout the day and that I'm thankful for. And Christy tends to journal in the morning. I do. I do. I love doing it with my coffee in the morning. I feel like it's my... uh... By the end of the day, I'm just so worn out that my brain can't even go there. So I feel like in the morning is my quiet time without anyone else around where I can enjoy a cup of coffee and think a little. Yeah. And so I recently posted um, on my Facebook, my personal Facebook account that I was stuck in traffic. Now, if you've listened to the previous episode, you'll know that traffic is very triggering (laughs) for me. And I have have some negative feelings about traffic. Who is it not triggering for? Traffic is annoying. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. However, the other morning I was in, I, I just dropped my kids off at school and I went to go pick up groceries. And on my way home, I was in morning traffic and it took me an hour to go 15 minutes. Um, And in that time, instead of being annoyed about what was going on, I remembered this lesson that my catechism teacher taught me um, when I was a kid. And if you're not Catholic, you may not know catechism is a religious education teacher. And so what she taught me was that when you are hit with a barrier that is preventing you from continuing something, for instance, traffic, Instead of being annoyed by what's going on, take a moment and give thanks for the things that went well. So instead of being annoyed with traffic, I was thankful that my kids made it to school safely. I was thankful that I was able to pick up groceries that morning, you know, and I was thankful for that extra moment of time before the chaos of a busy workday began. And so by just saying those things in that moment, it was, I was able to kind of get out of my annoyance and move past it. So that's my, my little tip for you. It doesn't matter when you practice gratitude. I think it's just important for your overall well-being that you do in well, some and way. Well, I think you made a good point because I think kind of like my little crazy, you know, shake it out method... I think, I think, you know, gratitude kind of works the same way, right? Like if you find yourself in a funk and you're thinking, you know, you start getting yourself into that victim mentality of like, why am I stuck in traffic? Life sucks. It's so hard. I didn't get my Chick-fil-A this morning. Like what, you know, whatever. (laughs) I'm mad about that this morning. (laughs) But if if you can at least be aware enough to stop and then reset yourself by thinking of the things that are actually good in your life, that can get you back to at least a baseline of like, okay, you know, life's not so bad, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, and I I read this quote this morning, you know, preparing for this, Christy always leaves us with our words of wisdom, but gratitude is something that's really important to me personally. And so I was looking through some things this morning and I read this quote that said, we often take for granted the very things that deserve our gratitude. And Let's just sit in that for a moment. How truthful is that? You know, your kids wake up. You should be thankful. If you wake up, you should be thankful. (laughs) 
Exactly. There, and if you can afford a car, if you can you know, afford a house, if, if you have a roof over your head, if you have food on the table, there are so many things that you should can be we, thankful can for. Can we just stop here for a minute? So I was super thankful this weekend. So we drove six hours to see my husband because he's away. So we met in the middle. And on the day we were leaving to come home, so I had... A- wait, wait, wait. So let me just paint the picture for the listeners. So Christy has two children. One is... Seven. Eight? <laughs> seven? And almost two, yes, right? Yes, year and a half. Year and a half. Okay. So seven and a year and a half year old, and she drove six hours to meet her husband for the day. Let's just, let's applaud that. We drove Friday. <laughs> it yeah, was yeah, a weekend. Yeah. So okay. Sunday morning at 4 a.m., the littlest wakes up vomiting. And so immediate thought was, oh, crap. Wait, can we just, how, why do I not know how old your kids are? Sorry, I like the car, Dan. <laughs> They're little, um, and they're like, you know. I can barely remember the oldest birthday, right? <laughs> like, okay, I, that, okay, that sounds terrible. I know when it is, but I always mix up the day and the year because it, they're so similar. Back to my yes. story. So, so he wakes up throwing up, and my husband and I are like, "Oh my god!" Like, what do we? Okay, so we decide we're just gonna pack everything up, and I'm gonna get in the car, and I'm gonna do the best I can because if he has a stomach bug, it could be likely that the older kid has a stomach bug, or even worse, I have a stomach bug as well it's coming to get me so we hop in the car (laughs) we get home it wasn't that terrible of a drive there were some episodes but we took care of it (laughs) i was very thankful for being able to get home and be in a place where i could just decide i'm just gonna throw away this car seat we don't need it anymore and that's what we did (laughs) and i think that if you if you're struggling to find things that you're grateful for that can be a really dark and hard place and so if you are struggling to find things that you're grateful for then reach out to somebody and reach out to the people around you because that's not good for your mental health. Just find your optimistic friend. They will find something in your life that's good. That's true. That's true. That's what I do. That's what you are for me. Absolutely. I will say, I feel like all the work that I have done in my life has been mostly mind work. You know, I think some of it was figuring out who I am and what I want, but outside of that, I feel like it's been focusing on the things that are already good in my life and there is a lot and then being able to stop those negative thoughts when they come Mm -hmm. I think those things have completely just changed my life and put me in a space where I know inherently that a I'm worthy of a good life and that I'm happy now it's not a destination like I'm happy where I am and with the life I have. Well and with a gratitude practice it's easy to be stuck in the mindset that it has to be something big that you're grateful for yeah that you have have to be thankful for all of these big things in your life. But really, you can just be thankful that you could afford gas in your car. You can be thankful, you know, like there's just so many small little things in life that you can be thankful for. Well, and I think social media has given us a false sense of what we need to be thankful for. You know, yes, there are people who are travel bloggers and things like that, but that's not the norm. Like that's, that's just not. I want that to be my life though. I have this idea and it's totally nuts and this is a tangent and I'm sorry, but I have this idea that Jeff and I are going to quit our jobs. We are going to take our kids out of school and we are going to travel the United States in an RV and just live our best lives until they're like in third grade or, you know, second or third grade. And then we'll like settle down somewhere and put the kids back in school. I mean, Jeff just is like, you would not survive in an RV. Super supportive. (laughs) I'm so done with the things. I just want to experience life together. And that's kind of where I am. I mean, you know, I think that goes back to you have to decide what you want out of life and if that's what you want then what are the things that you need to change to to get yeah right yeah jeff's mind (laughs) 
(laughs) (laughs) We'll work on it. Always a work in progress. Yes. Overall, the things we see on social media, even, you know, like the things that we post, that's not everyone's full life. Mm -mm. I think it's super important to be thankful for the small things because those are the main things in your life. You know, being able to get a Chick-fil-A coffee in the morning, like that makes me happy. Right. Having, I have a very relaxed morning commute and... That makes me happy. I had a very good drop off with my kids at school this morning. And I am just so thankful it was such an easy transition because transitions are not always easy. And that drop off can sometimes be very traumatic for me for the rest of the day. And this morning they just walked right in and they were happy to be there. And I'm thankful for great teachers. You know, I'm thankful for a good school. I'm thankful that, that they're cared for and that they're loved during the day. If it can't be me, I'm thankful for the people that are with them. There's just yep. so much negativity that if you don't want to bring that inside your mind and inside your heart, then having some small gratitude practice, how, you know, whatever that means to you as an individual is important. Well, and I I think that the things that you think, and those are the things that you sort of get more of in your life. So if you're feeding your mind with positive, grateful thoughts, you're going to be able to push out that self-doubt negativity and you're going to be happy and have a good life. Now, if you have listened to our podcast, you may not agree (laughs) that I am inherently cynical, (laughs) but I am. And, And so it is work to not be this way. And it is work to be thankful and to be grateful in times of stress. And for me, when I'm out of balance, it, having a routine of doing it and doing it every single day kind of helps better align myself for the next day. Well, and I think even for me over here, eternal <laughs> optimist, like it's it's still work, you mm-hmm. know, there, there are still, but I will say it's less work now than it was a few years mm-hmm. ago. Even though I think as we talked about, like I've been in a more negative thought pattern lately. So I have struggled a little bit. And for a few weeks, I was like, okay, I've done all this work. Why am I here? How did I get back to this negative thought loop? But that's just, there are going to be times in life where you're going to get there. It's life is sort of an ebb and flow or more of that like roller coaster. So it's not always going to be up. It's not always going to be down. But the work that you do and creating a gratitude practice or any other of the practices that we've talked about, they will help you move through those ebbs and flows and still sort of be at peace. So you use a journal and you actually write down your gratitude practice every day. I did. It is called the six minute diary. It's definitely a good starter. It has some great information about gratitude and positive psychology of happiness and stuff like that. So I it is it is very good starter. It has prompts. So it, it has for each day of the week, I'm grateful for this is how I'll make today great, a positive affirmation for the day, a good deed for the day, how I'll improve and great things I experience. Today. I love this is how I'll make today great because you starting out your day thinking about how I'm going to make today great. But I will say after I finish this, I'm probably just going to get a blank notebook because I most of the time I don't fill out the bottom prompts. I, I fill out like what I'm grateful for and how I'm going to make today great and then out of my mm-hmm. head. Yeah, but it, it, but if you don't know where to start, it's a good it's a good place to start. Absolutely. All right. Christy, do you have a challenge for us today? I think our challenge for this week is to start a gratitude practice if you have not. And then tell us about it. How's it going for you? Do you need help with it? Email us hello at intentionalasamother.com or connect with us on Instagram at intentional.as.a.mother and let us know how it's going. So one of the ways that Megan, I think, has talked about doing her gratitude journal is just on 
her notes app. I think it's her notes app that's on her right. phone. So that's definitely another way to do it. Super easy. Before actually writing it down, I used to just think about it, you know, so it doesn't necessarily have to be a written practice, but I find that the act of writing it down is just a good visual activity for me and helps me think about it throughout the day. We also do have a little image if you dig into our Instagram account that is something you could keep on your phone and edit if you wanted to create your own little That's right. Yeah, we did a prompt. Shout out to the gratitude story and access it that way. We just wanted to plug a new podcast that we've started listening to. It is Homebodies Only. We've been working with Jackie for some of our podcast stuff. So we just wanted to give her a quick plug. She and her friend Diana are over there breaking down HBO Max series. The one they're currently talking about is Scenes from a Marriage. I love their commentary. I was listening to them the other day, and I think if you're into the series, they are saying what everyone is thinking, but maybe isn't saying out loud. So definitely go take a listen. I think you'll enjoy it. That's great. So the description of Homebodies Only. Join us as we dissect and break down HBO Max one season series. We discuss everything from where it took us emotionally to character critiques to fun facts about wardrobe choices. If you share our obsession with HBO Max, Max series and love of a good night in watching them, this podcast is for you. So go ahead and check out Jackie and Diana on their podcast, Homebodies Only. So let's get into the good stuff. The Am I Normal? I have one this week and I actually, I have two, but I think I'm going to go with one you haven't heard yet. My idea of hell (laughs) includes having to estimate measurements or distance (laughs) because I went took a box to the post office yesterday and they asked me how large it was I looked at the box and I my I got sweaty (laughs) like my chest started (laughs) beating and I turned red and I'm like I don't know how big this box is (laughs) normal so it's absolutely freaking normal like who okay there are some people that walk around with tape measure but I feel like it's absurd to ask me how much a box weighs and how large it is I don't know just take the darn box and ship it for me so okay so another reason like another story I had to cut tomatoes the other day for a recipe and it said cut them in one inches and so I cut them and Jeff said, these are kind of big tomato pieces. Did you cut them right? And I'm like, yeah, it said one inch. And he said, this is not one inch. And he's like, one or a half an inch. That's what it was, a half an inch. He's like, that, this is not a half an inch. This is more like an inch. Half an inch, he pulls up his pinky, would be like from the first knuckle to the top of your finger. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, I hate measurements. <laughs> I hate them. Or distance um, even. Like, oh, this half a mile, we're going to make a turn. Okay, sometimes half a mile is really long. And sometimes it's really short. <laughs> so confused. I will. I would do. I, yeah, absolutely normal. I feel like that's so true. Because, you know, you'll. I feel like I'll be driving down the road. I'm like half mile. I'm like, okay, that was a long half mile, people. <laughs> yes, yes. Okay, good. I am normal. Your turn. All right. For all of you guys out there living in rural America like me, am I normal? I am pissed off this morning because I could not get Chick-fil-A delivered to my house. <laughs> okay, so some backstory. I went to Chick-fil-A this morning because I had to pick up groceries and Chick-fil-A was right next door. And I messaged Christy to say, hey, I just got a coupon for free delivery to my house for Chick-fil-A. Do you have this? And she's like, oh, let me check. She got excited. It did not. She did not have it. <laughs> they do not deliver to her house. <laughs> but you, you didn't answer my oh, question. Am uh, I normal? I mean, yeah. If you want something, you can't get it. It's frustrating. <laughs> I feel like it's also a total first world problem, right? Like delivering food to my house. It's okay. Especially when I have plenty of food. 
I just don't want that. Yeah, food. no, I think that's totally normal. So ask Christy. I, I keep forgetting to, to put the prompt uh, back up on the Instagram page. So I don't have any other listener questions. But if you have a question for Christy, email us hello at intentional as a mother and we will discuss it on a future episode. I t- did write down a question the other day, though. Do you ever ask someone's opinion and only after they give it, you realize you've asked the wrong person because you don't agree. You don't want that opinion. <laughs> <laughs> So, yes, absolutely. I think I've started being very choosy about when I ask people for their opinion because I think with asking someone for their opinion, they have an expectation that you're going to use it, right? Yes. Isn't that what you would expect? And I think part of as you start realizing that the life that you're creating for yourself is going to be very different if you want to love it than potentially somebody else's life, even somebody who's super close to you and you love, you know, love dearly. So I have become very choosy with the people I'm willing to ask for advice. And I think on that same token, I've gotten better, not completely because I'm definitely a fixer, but I have been trying really hard to not necessarily offer advice as much as sit with people in whatever it is that they want to talk about. Because I think a lot of people don't necessarily need yeah. advice. They just need to talk. I think that's great. I I think that's something I can take away from this because I, I definitely feel like I try to help the situation and that's not always what, what people need. I have gotten better with some friends simply saying, are you asking for advice or do you just need to sit, me to sit with you? And I kind of start the conversation that way. But no, I think that's, that's a great takeaway. And I think what you just said is hugely powerful. And when you told me that I think you and Jeff both kind of do that now, I was like, holy crap, that's amazing. Because I think there are times, you know, we don't always need a fix. And I think women tend to do that more than men, you know, based on the people that I know in my life. And we don't necessarily want to fix. We just need to talk it, put it out into the universe. We need to speak our truth. Yeah, for sure. But sometimes that's well, and all it So is. what Christy's talking about, so, so Jeff and I got into this really bad pattern of, and I got into this really bad pattern of listening to each other's problems and trying to solve them. And sometimes you just, you don't need that. And so now, when we want to just complain about something, we just put that up front. Hey, I'm just complaining about this. Or if I say something where Jeff thinks he can solve it, he'll ask me before he provides, you know, the answer saying, do you want advice? Or do you want a suggestion? Or do you just want to complain about it? And so that way, we're not stepping over each other. And I hear something I don't necessarily or I'm not ready to hear. I'm not in the mind space to hear. Because I think that's a part of it, too, is if you are just complaining about something, you may not be in the headspace to accept any kind of criticism or suggestions or anything back. So it's important to understand how you guys, how you communicate and how you can accept feedback and when it's appropriate. But I think, so to bring it back full circle to the actual question, you know, if if you are looking for advice, you know, I actually talked with Megan this morning and I like wanted her opinion. And I think just be choosy with the people that you're speaking to. And I think at the end of the day, it's your life. So even if they give you your opinion and it's or their opinion and it's not something that you're going to follow through with like that, that's okay too. Also be cognizant of that because people were going to probably get annoyed with you if you continually ask for their advice and then not. Well, use it. and I think that that's such a, a great way to leave it because I feel like that gives permission to people listening to accept, hear, and and make the decision for yourself. An opinion does not necessarily mean fact, right? An opinion does not necessarily mean it's something that you have to do. It's just that, an opinion. Well, and we're all coming to the table with our own perspectives. You know, we all come from different backgrounds. We all think differently, even though we like to 
we would like to think other people think like we do. They don't. <laughs> no. And I think that's, <laughs> I think that's a hard realization to come to. But I think once, once you really inherently get that, I think it is a lot easier to kind of go out in the world and interact with other people and not take offense to the way, the things people say, the way that they react to the things that you do, etc. Because it's, everybody grew up differently. Everybody has had a different life and their perception is just going to be different. Yes, exactly. Okay. So for our inspiration or affirmation today, I usually leave that to Christy, but I have one. Can I go first and then you can leave us with yours? Yes. So this is one of the things that I have made an affirmation for myself. I have it up on my bulletin board in my office and it says, gratitude makes sense of our past, brings peace for today and creates a vision for tomorrow. I love that. By changing your mind, you change everything. How powerful is that? Maybe that. Maybe I need to add that one to my, my list. Yeah. So thank you all for sticking with us. Um, we are so excited that you're here. We've had a lot of fun producing these podcasts and um, we're getting some really encouraging feedback. If you want to leave us feedback, please review our podcast on whatever app that you're listening to. That helps us. You can also email us hello at intentionalasamother.com or follow us on Instagram at intentional.as.a.mother and we will... See you next week. Bye.